uh, we are concluding, actually concluding, concluding the Zurich Precious Metals coverage here with the update with Aftermath Silver and CEO, Mr. Ralph Rushton. They do trade on the venture with AAG and on the OTCQX with AAGFF. Uh, Ralph, it's been uh, a long time, actually, since you've been on the podcast. It has been a while. Have, have I actually been on it before? Yes, you have. But I think we were kind of talking about your blog more than we were talking about Aftermath, to be honest with you. Possibly. So which uh, both are kind of coming out of hibernation here a little bit, it seems like. Yeah, you know what it's like. I went through a period of... I ran out of stories for the blog, had a bit of writer's block, and uh, right, right, right. so, yeah, I'm back, back in the, back in the space for it. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. You get, you have your inspiration, the, the bear market inspiration. Is that what it takes? I started <laughs> asking friends for stories. So. Oh yeah. And and, and was, was picking other people's brains rather than my own limited intellect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's a couple of stories I'm sitting on. I've, I've, I've sat on one for a couple of years because uh, it, 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 it's, it's fairly cynical and sarcastic. So uh, I, I've, been, I've been wary about pressing, pressing publish on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one of those. I understand. I've, I've, I've had a few of those in my time. What, what about mining analysts? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably something that needs to be written? Possibly. <laughs> Wait, which independent mining analysts or big bank mining analysts? Both. Because there's a fine difference there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's both. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, if you stick around the industry for long enough, you, you, you see the best and the worst of, of all uh, of them. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to uh, proofread yeah. this for you before you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Aftermath Silver. Give us a general update of, you know, happenings uh, within the company lately. Yeah, it's uh, in, in Chile. We're not doing very much at the moment. Our, our main focus, given the state of the market, given the uh, the, the downturn in, in sort of the ability to raise money across the industry at the moment, we're putting our resources into the Berengela project in Peru. So that's our main focus. Uh, we have a lot of drill holes into it. We have a resource model. Um, so our, our our main push there at the moment is metallurgy, um, as you may. We may not know there's quite a lot of manganese in the system mm -hmm. so you have to be able to sort of cope with that manganese um, and either either monetize it or or um, or find a safe way of, dis of discarding it okay uh, how do you how do you decide I mean because manganese is kind of a hot metal right now I I would say that if it was a low level of manganese if you're, you're sort of in the one percent sub one percent range you have to treat it as a contaminant Okay. We're at the sort of five, six, seven percent range in the resource. So, so at that point, you can consider it as a as a commodity that you can you can start start to look at and start to try and try and do something with commercially. What, and how does a potential manganese flow sheet work with uh, with the precious metals? Uh, the rock in uh, the rock at Berengela is acid soluble, so you can you can use a, an acid solution process. Um, there's silver, copper, and manganese as the three primary commodities in it. Okay. Um, you extract the silver through a Merrill Crow circuit in the residue in the tank. Um, you extract copper through a cathode process. Mm -hmm. uh, and then what's left is essentially a manganese sulfate solution. You purify that and then you crystallize it. Okay. Uh, and you end up with either a, an agricultural grade manganese sulfate product or hopefully a battery grade, uh, which is high purity. Yeah, yeah. Battery grade commands four to five times the price that uh, agricultural grade manganese sulfate does. So what we're doing at the moment is we have we have rock in a laboratory in Reno, um, KCA laboratory, um, 
Caps Cassidy, Dan Cap has uh, used to own the project quite a few years ago. He sold it to SSR. SSR um, did some work on the metallurgy through Dan, and we're picking up the threads from that work that he did previously. Uh, mm -hmm. And we are currently, the guys are playing with buckets, buckets sure, of rock sure, and buckets sure. of acid, and, and we hope to hope to have a uh, have an update fairly shortly once we've once we've got through this sort of first stage of. Uh, uh, of test work. Okay. You know, as you're kind of describing this, um, you, you, you don't seem like skeptical about it, but you don't seem like overly enthralled to the point where like you're changing your name to Aftermath Manganese or something like that. You, 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 it seems like pretty methodical here. Well, yeah, it is. You, you have to be thought, methodical. I mean, in, in the past, when I was a, a field geologist back in the 90s, manganese was, was something that geologists ran away from. <laughs> if you came across manganese in a project, uh, you know, you it, it, it was regarded as a contaminant because it's chemically very reactive. Uh -huh. As you pointed out at the start of the interview, the, there's, there's a growing interest in manganese as a battery metal. Um, so that perception, and I think there's been an, there's, there's been an improvement in the, the metallurgical processing of manganese, um, that's, that's enabled us to take a fresh look, um, as I say, not as a contaminant, but as a, as a, as a product, a potential product. But you... you it, it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's not something. I, I still think, you know, how, what's the, what would take you over the line to be like really excited about this and, you know, maybe start messaging this a little bit more? And more? Well, it is, it is a, you know, it, it is a tricky message because you've got silver, copper, and manganese. Right. I mean, they're all, they're all sort of the, you know, whatever you want to call it, greenification or, you know, the, the, the energy. The energy transformation—they're all—they're all involved with that. Silver obviously has another component, which is a precious metal component. Um, in, in terms of interest from investors, it, they, each commodity attracts a different group of investors, so you have to sort of adapt your messaging for, for, for each group of potential investors that you're talking to. Um, the the battery manufacturers and the, the the companies that are focused on 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 those those metals specifically are looking. Looking for manganese supply within the within the Americas. Okay, all right. Um, you're not you, you're not the kind of guy that runs a company is going to be overly promotional, all right? So it's not if you see this, it's not like you're going to make a hard pivot and start going no. straight into the battery metal space. No, but obviously, you know, aftermath aftermath silver, the name would be a little confusing if <laughs> right, we right, right. if we do end up with a commercial <laughs> manganese product from this. Um, you know, we we we're encouraged by by the flow sheet that Dan Dan Cap has put together early on for SSR. I mean, he got he got a long way down the road towards towards uh, uh, producing producing a, a silver copper and a viable manganese product. Sure. So, so a lot of that a lot of that work was done. Okay, okay. Um, tell me about adding scale to Baron Whale. Is there opportunity there? There is. Um, there is additional mineralized material uh, outside the. Outside the, uh, the, the the pit constraint that was put on the resource at the moment, so a little bit of additional drilling, we could bring some additional tons into the resource. The trick is going to be finding the balance between silver, copper, and manganese production. Uh, if we if we look at it from a pure silver production standpoint, you might end up producing too much manganese for for a specific market. So so that's going to come out of the next level of the the, the, the PEA work that we're going to do in 2024 okay. will be that trade-off study. Okay. Uh, financing the PA, having enough cash in the bank for that, what do you need and how much do you have? 
Uh, we think we currently have sufficient to get to the end of the metallurgical test work. Okay. Uh, we've got around 2 million Canadian in the Treasury. We had a large payment to make uh, earlier, earlier this year. Actually, we were supposed to make it in November, but we made it six months early. Mm. Um, so we bought ourselves some time there. Uh, that was about probably three and a half, four million Canadian by the time all the fees and what have you were, 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 sure. were built into it. But we're free and clear of any payments on the project till mid-2025, which means we can focus on the technical work. Okay. So, um, but you know, we'll, we'll just have to watch the market. We we we're not completely sure yet what the what the PEA will cost, sure. primarily because we haven't got the full flow sheet yet. Okay, okay, very good. Uh, I tell you what, let's uh, let's touch base again uh, with that flow sheet information yep. when it sets up and you know kind well, of pick this up again. Yeah, and what we what we'll hopefully have from this round of test work is is a, is a, is a chemical spec sheet for manganese product that we can then take to some of the the, the manufacturers that consume manganese yeah, sulfate. Yeah. They want to see that specification before any any of them would be interested. You, you know, you have to give them the, the what what's in the the commodity. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, Ralph. Good to see you. Good to I see also want to. I, I do want to read your piece. So just hit the publisher, or just send it. Just send it to me. I won't share it. I'll keep it all quiet. I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> I have um, too many friends who are analysts. So I'm a bit, a bit cautious about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see who your real friends are after that's published. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is your update from Aftermath Silver. Everybody again trading on the venture with AAG and on the OTCQX with AAGFF and. Like they say in show business, that is a wrap here at the Zurich Precious Metals Summit. Uh, we are going to take a break and be reporting in Frankfurt in just about a week's time. So have a wonderful week in the chat soon. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.